0: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Dr. Ellie Cannon is an NHS GP and Mail on Sunday columnist who's with us here just now. Merry Christmas. It's great to have you here.
2: Hi there. How are you?
0: I'm great, how are you?
2: Good, thank you. Now,
0: because it's Christmas Eve Eve, I think it's pretty (laughs) safe to assume that Christmas is now going to be going ahead with no restrictions in place. So what should we be doing before we meet up with friends and family on Christmas Day?
2: Well, we all want to make it as safe as possible, don't we, for ourselves and also our family. So my top tip would be um, there's still time to get a booster vaccination, even though Mm. it's Christmas Eve, Eve, you can get yeah. boosters today and tomorrow. In fact, um, lots of walk-in centers around all over the country. You can look online or uh, if you know of a walk-in center, you can try and get one today. Um, so that would be really good thing to do. Um, Other things you can do to make things as safe as possible, get the windows open. (laughs) Um, Ventilation (laughs) is really key. So if you're having Christmas dinner, get the window open for a few minutes every hour and that cold air just allows the virus to disperse. Really simple, straightforward, keep everybody safe.
0: Yeah, and having a booster today, would that really play any part in reducing a risk at Christmas given that it's only in two days time
2: well we don't know we know when people had the primary course of vaccination so the first two we were saying that it was a week after the second dose that really the immunity is boosted so certainly Mm -hmm. your immune system starts to kick in straight away so no Mm -hmm. it's not going to be sort of the best after two days but it's certainly going to be on the way and it's absolutely Um, better than nothing. And don't forget, lots of people socialise on the 26th and the 27th and New Year's Eve, of course. So lots lots of time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And should we be taking a lateral flow test before we be up with family?
2: Yes, please. That's a really good idea. So the rapid lateral flow tests that take half an hour to get the result if you do that just before you meet up with people then um, you can be confident that you are not um, infected with the virus without symptoms this is something I get my teenagers to do before they meet up with their friends and they've all got into the habit of doing it Um, And it's a really good way of knowing, as I say, if you're carrying COVID without any symptoms.
0: Yeah. And that's an important point, doing it just before you meet up with people, because there's a weird thing where you could test negative tomorrow night, but then positive on Christmas morning. So you've got to make sure you do it just before.
2: Yes, that's absolutely right. So of course, things change all the time, as we know with COVID. So You can test in the morning and be fine, then pop to the shops, you know, so things like that can change. So the best way to do it is just before um, you go out and um, then you'll have that result. And don't forget to register that result as well. Actually, you can register Mm. that online and that all um, goes towards counting the daily numbers, which is really important. So we know what's going on.
0: Yeah. And of course, you have to register it, even if it's negative, I take it, because I've got to be honest, I've always forgotten to do that.
2: Yes, you should register it even if it's negative. It's just a really good way we obviously we know from the last um, two years now these case numbers every day are so important but it's also yeah. really important to know, how many people are actually testing and getting negative results as well. So if you can register a negative test, you're sort of contributing to that data, which is so important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And how reliable are the tests? Because are you gonna be 100% safe by getting a negative result before you go out?
2: So you're not gonna be 100% safe. And even if when people do PCRs, we have things called false positives and false negatives. But it's certainly a good measure and it's particularly good if you've got no symptoms at all because one in three people won't have symptoms when they have COVID and you just wouldn't know that you're about to pass it on to somebody else. So taking the lateral flow test is certainly going to um, find out some people who otherwise just wouldn't have known that they're spreading virus.
0: Yeah. So on Christmas Day itself and indeed Boxing Day, whatever days people are meeting (laughs) up with people, You've mentioned ventilation already as one thing, but what other things should we do to avoid catching or spreading COVID?
2: Well, on the day itself, as I say, lateral flow before you meet up. Get the windows and doors open and regularly, sort of every hour, that's really good. Um, If you're travelling on public transport um, or travelling with other people, then pop on a face covering because that, of course, reduces your transmission of the virus. Um, Don't forget still, Things like washing your hands are very important. Um, that hand hygiene is protecting us all against all viruses, to be honest. So, that's a really good idea. Um, and enjoy the weekend. Mm,
0: yeah, absolutely. Now, here's the devil's advocate question when some people not to mention any names allegedly mm. don't follow the rules why should we bother
2: that's a great question isn't yeah. it I mean I'm not really sure what to say to that I mean this is a numbers game really and we are mm. all in this together and we've seen that the whole way through that the whole system really all relies on each other yeah. um, so if if I sort of had that attitude then um, there wouldn't be enough GPs around and if um, the person who I sort of talk to every Day in my local supermarket. If they did that, then the shops shops would be closed. So we're yeah. all in this together, aren't we? And we're all protecting each other. Um, and that's really uh, what this is about. And particularly with vaccinations. Mm. Um, it really only works if you get a good groundswell of people um, who are vaccinated. That's what we talk about when we mention herd immunity. So yeah. it's all about protecting each other. And I will point out there are people within our communities who are so vulnerable that they can't have vaccinations. And it's really mm. up to all of us to protect them. And I'm very happy to be one of those people who's had a boost of vaccination to protect myself, but also. So my vulnerable patients and the vulnerable people around me where I live.
0: Yeah. And I guess one point would be that when it comes to Christmas, if you're being careful and ventilating and doing all this stuff, you're protecting people that you care about. So there's your motivation.
2: Absolutely. We all want to look after our friends and family. Surely that's what Christmas is all about, being with those people. We all had... Um, a pretty bad Christmas last year. (laughs) I don't need to remind anybody of that. We have managed to get through to uh, Christmas this year um, with few restrictions in England, which is good. So I think to ask people to have some mitigation measures and to be careful and to get your booster, um, either to protect yourself or to protect your family, is really a small ask to have a great weekend.
0: Yeah. Now, the Queen has cancelled her big (laughs) Christmas Christmas that she normally does should we follow by her example
2: well I would follow the advice of what Chris Whitty talked about the chief medical officer I think he gave really great advice which is do things that are really important to you so Christmas day is really important to people and I think if you're taking a lateral flow test beforehand if you're all boosted if you're opening the windows you can make things as safe as possible Um, if it's not important to you um, to go out to the shops then don't do that, but do the things that are important to you and do them safely and carefully. And I think that's a really good uh, measure for everybody.
0: Yes. Let's say, for example, you've got a relative coming over on Christmas Day that has refused the vaccine and they don't believe in any of this COVID stuff, they don't want to do a test or whatever or keep their distance, how should you deal with them if you're worried about them doing things that might put you at risk?
2: Well, I think um, that could obviously make a really awkward conversation. I think if somebody is um, unvaccinated completely, I think it's reasonable to ask somebody to take a lateral flow test before they come, particularly if you're being kind enough to host them for Christmas, and particularly if you're having vulnerable um, people around. And I think it's sensible to have that discussion with people. Um, Obviously, there are people in families who um, have had these disagreements, and I know it has caused um, conflict within families, but we all have to do uh, what we can to be safe as possible, get the windows open, um, and maybe make sure they're sitting next to the open window.
0: (laughs) That's a good idea. Now, I think it was last night or maybe this morning that they announced that if you get the Omicron variant, you're less likely to be hospitalised. So where are we with that? Do we still need to be careful, I take it?
2: Yes, we still need to be careful. So we've got preliminary data from South Africa, Denmark, Scotland, which does show um, at the moment that Omicron is looking to be a milder infection and you're less likely. Likely to end up in hospital. It is very early data, yeah. but it's certainly looking promising. Um, there, of course, still will be a proportion of people who do end up in hospital. And unfortunately, that is more likely if you've not been vaccinated and if you've not had your booster. But hopefully we are looking at a milder variant um, and that is possibly because so many of us, <laughs> thankfully, have had our vaccinations.
0: Yeah. And also Spain, I hear, are going to be requiring the wearing of face coverings outside. Is that something that maybe could happen here, do you think?
2: Well, it's interesting because the whole way through um, the pandemic in the last 20 months, what we've seen is that being outside um, is very good protection and that goes yeah. back to what what I said about ventilation, the air outside allows um, the virus particles to disperse. So it doesn't seem like something that's entirely essential. Remember in the summer of 2020, we had lots of big outdoor events. We had um, Black Lives Matter um, marches and protests. We had all those scenes when people were on the beaches um, in Mm. Bournemouth and in Brighton. And actually those events didn't lead to a lot of transmission and that's because they were outside. So I'm not really sure if wearing masks outside is something that's going to be particularly necessary. Although I have discovered personally, it does keep your face nice and warm. Oh
0: yeah, that's true. I guess maybe there's a bit of common sense to it. If you're in a crowded place, it might be a good idea to put one on. But if you're walking in the woods on your own, it's a little bit ridiculous to wear one, isn't it?
2: I think that's exactly right. I think a lot of this now is boiling down to common sense, the sort of behaviours we should all follow to ensure that we're staying as safe as possible and to ensure that we are keeping our family and friends as safe as possible. So I think that it's about, as you say, common sense. If you're walking, having a lovely fresh air walk um, through the woods or in open space, there's really no need to wear a mask. Yes, So,
0: they're also recommending the vaccine to vulnerable 5 to 11 year olds. Is that a good idea?
2: Well, certainly, if children are 5 to 11 with vulnerable. Um, conditions then they are going to be at risk from COVID and sadly Mm. the serious illness and the deaths that we have seen in children have generally been those children with underlying conditions who are more vulnerable so I would certainly um, be supporting the um, recommendation of the MHRA that those vulnerable children should have a vaccination especially as around the world a lot of children now have had vaccination. Um, generally with a Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine and we have Mm -hmm. seen that it has protected them against serious illness.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So in terms of Christmas dinner itself (laughs) and non-Covid related issues, how healthy is that? And are there ways to make it healthier?
2: I think Christmas dinner is very healthy, largely because you're sitting around with family and friends and enjoying that incredibly important family time. And I certainly wouldn't want anybody to be thinking about healthy eating or supposed (laughs) healthy eating on Christmas Day.
0: Yeah, that's true. And of course, if we do need the NHS for non-COVID-related reasons over the course of the Christmas period, they will still be there for us.
2: We are always there for you. The NHS. Yeah. There are out-of-hours GPs open on Christmas Day. Um, there are, of course, the A&E open. 111 is A and open. One 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 is really good place to phone for medical advice. NHS online is really good. Has great advice. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we are there but hopefully most people won't need us. (laughs)
0: Yes. And 111 or 999, what's the correct number to call? I take it it depends on the situation.
2: Yes. So 119 is the number at the moment that we're using if you need to book a test and you don't have um, digital access online or if you want to sort out your vaccinations. So that is not for um, medical, that is not for um, urgent medical advice. 111 is who you should phone if you don't Feel well, yeah. um, and your GP is closed um, or you want to um, ask about a medical condition urgently.
0: Yeah. And what are you up to for Christmas yourself then?
2: Well, Christmas for me is all about being with family and friends. Yeah. So lots of lots of chocolate, Ooh, <laughs> lots nice. of family and lots of silly films like The Grinch <laughs> yeah. and Mary Poppins.
0: Oh, yeah. Great ones. Well, where are we able to go to find more information about how to be safe this Christmas?
2: Well, if you want to get your vaccine booked, then that's nhs.uk slash covidvaccine. And all the information about keeping safe is at nhs.uk slash coronavirus.
0: Great. Well, thanks very much for joining us here on the show today and have a top Christmas.
1: And you. Toby Gribbon Show!